Hey, hey, Brian Miller here, and thanks so much for tuning into this week's episode of Thursday Thoughts on the Beyond Networking Podcast. Coming up real soon at the end of this episode is the big announcement that I've been teasing for months. But first, let's go back to 1979. In 1979, a 24-year-old Steve Jobs toured the Xerox Innovation Center in Palo Alto, California. During the tour, Xerox showed off their latest, coolest technology, a graphical user interface, or GUI for short. It was the first time a user could manipulate a computer by using a mouse to move a cursor around the screen instead of just inputting computer language. This was a monumental innovation that Steve immediately realized would make computers accessible to the average consumer, not just computer geeks. But Xerox was just sitting on the tech with no clear plans for implementation. So upon returning to Apple, Jobs informed his team they had to change course completely and develop their own GUI. One of Apple's executives kindly reminded Steve they had already invested millions of dollars in a different project and it simply couldn't be done. Steve, he said, if we invest in this, we will blow up our own company. And Jobs famously replied, better we should blow it up than someone else. In his book, The Infinite Game, Simon Sinek uses this specific example to describe a rare trait in leaders which which he calls the capacity for existential flexibility. And today, we would call that the ability to pivot. Now, most of us think we are adaptable. Most of us are wrong. (laughs) The ability to shift significantly in response to new information, new environments, new competition, or new obstacles requires phenomenal mental toughness and agility. I'm not talking about adopting a new email management software for your company that, you know, takes a few weeks to get used to, or getting used to a new boss who has kind of a different way of doing things. No, I'm I'm talking about the kind of shifts that completely upend the way we've always done things, posing a significant risk to our very survival and putting us in danger of disappearing completely should we get it wrong. Pivots with a capital P. The best way to understand how difficult this is to do is to observe the industry giants who simply couldn't do it and fell. Some obvious and often cited examples, Blockbuster, they should have become Netflix, but they couldn't risk investing in digital streaming for fear it would fail and put them out of business. So Netflix put them out of business. Borders should have become Amazon, but they couldn't risk investing in an online shopping experience for book lovers for fear it would fail and put them out of business. So Amazon put them out of business. In an age where innovation and competition move faster and harder than any other time in human history, the capacity for existential flexibility, or the pivot, is no longer a nice to have. It's critical. And now I'm on a mission. Since making my own pivot in response to COVID, shifting my business to virtual in just two weeks, building an entire suite of brand new services from interactive workshops on Zoom to one-on-one business and TEDx coaching to virtual magic shows, I've become obsessed with stories of individuals and organizations who seemingly did the impossible and continue to do so. After watching so many otherwise brilliant and talented people let their businesses completely fall apart in 2020, I started to pay more attention to the few and far between who not only survived, but in some cases, 
became bigger, stronger, and more successful than ever before. Were these people doing something completely different? Was there a secret only they possessed? Did they just get lucky? I asked them. And quickly, a handful of common traits and attitudes emerged from their success stories. Among them, building connections, setting boundaries, an openness to change, managing discomfort, setting clear goals, perseverance, and others. I realized that while there is always an element of luck and success, there was clearly something more at play here. And then I had a choice. Do I finish writing the book I've been working on for nearly two years, the follow-up to three new people that has industry interest and a potential publishing deal? Or do I shelve that project and start a completely new one in its place that has no guarantee of success and might end up eating up a year's worth of my time for no reason? Well, I don't want to be blockbuster. This year, I'm embarking on a massive multimedia endeavor that will comprise a web series, podcast season, blog, and eventually, hopefully by the year end, a book. I've already conducted over a dozen interviews. Season four of this podcast, Beyond Networking, launches next Monday, February 8th. The entire season is themed Year of the Pivot and will exclusively feature those short 30-minute conversations with pivoters, plus deep dive interviews with experts on topics related to the pivot project like resilience, creativity, and adaptability. If you want to go on this journey with us to become more resilient and better prepared for the next big pivot in your life or career, we would love to have you join us. Head to yearofthepivot.com to subscribe for free to the Pivot Power newsletter. That includes an easy link to the latest episode so you never have to search around your podcast app or YouTube, a tip of the week, a pivot pearl, as it were, to improve your ability to make the next big pivot in your life or business, access to exclusive regularly scheduled group calls, live streams, and masterminds with me and the Pivot Power community, and more bonuses as they roll out. Again, head to yearofthepivot.com, toss your email into the box, and you will start getting that resource next Monday, February 8th, every Monday in your inbox. It's free and it's amazing. And now I wanna hear from you. I asked dozens of individuals all over the world this question. How would you describe 2020 in just one word? I wanna know what your one word is. Plus, I wanna know what pivot have you made in your life or career over the last year or any time, really. You can actually respond to this question via video, audio, or text for a chance to be featured in the Pivot Power newsletter or even end up as a featured pivoter on the podcast or on the web series. And you can do that again at yearofthepivot.com. You'll see a a video from me, a short one-minute video, and you can click reply, and you can reply via video, audio, or text. I wanna know your one word to describe 2020 and your pivot story if you've got one. That's it for this week's episode of Thursday Thoughts. The Thursday Thoughts series is going to be taking a break while this uh, new season of the podcast, You're the Pivot, gets underway. I will get back to doing these uh, short in-between episodes, but I'm going to fully focus on the Pivot Power newsletter and the Year of the Pivot 
project on YouTube and on the podcast. So that being said, thanks so much for sticking with me. As always, my name is Brian Miller. Remember, our world is a shared experience. Every interaction is meaningful and every person you meet, even virtually, is important. And I'll see you next Monday, February 8th, for Year of the Pivot. How would you describe your 2020 in one word? Wow. Oh, see, you're catching me in a bad week. <laughs> oh, you would go there. Challenging. Chaos. Well, the, the first word that came to my mind was life-changing. Honestly, I'd have to say transformational. Like, the progress that I've made in, in six months has been beyond anything that I would have comprehended. Opportunity. <laughs> like, I, I just want to say, like, complete bullshit. You fooled us. <gasps> That's a really good question because there's there's uh, it's a it's a complete mix. Boy, enlightening is coming to mind. Devastating is coming to mind. I'm assuming I can't use profanity. Oh, I'm thinking cluster and then another word uh, as part of it, but uh, I shouldn't use that. <laughs>